We're back home nine yards. Drew Pian with Brandon Kikorian here on a Thursday afternoon. Before we start, uh, just a couple things. Um, YouTube, obviously, if you're on YouTube side, you can see our video. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, comment if you want. I need a haircut before the next episode, so if I don't get that haircut, you have permission to call me lazy in the comments and uh, remind me to get a haircut. Yeah. In the comments as well. Um, uh spotify obviously we're on spotify and apple Podcasts as well we also have a new channel it's the whole nine yards clips uh you have to search exactly that to get it to pop up it'll also be in the description everything that i'm talking about here will be in the description please check it out um feel free to sub subscribe and all that the clips channel it'll upload a 10 minute 10 minute ish clip of uh the episode the day before the episode actually comes out so it's a sneak peek i guess if you want to call it that um but other than that, that's basically it. Uh, social media is also in the description, by the way. Follow those. Me, Brandon, and the Whole Nine Yards podcast has its own social medias. Um, so stay tuned. Just anything new, anything at all, will always be in the description. So, yeah. Um, we're just going to get into it. Uh, so today we're going to be doing a quarterback GPA slash quarterback checklist slash make your perfect quarterback type of activity uh it's inspired by daniel jeremiah's tweet um i'll put his tweet above me or i'll put it somewhere on the screen on the youtube side i'll also just talk about it here for anybody that isn't on the youtube side of things um basically his tweet was it was a checklist of attributes and it was pick your favorite quarterback at each attribute and then calculate a quarterback's gpa based on the grades he gets in each of his uh in each of his attributes uh so the checklist is poise decision making accuracy playmaking toughness and leadership um so how it works is we're going to both go through each of those give our best who's best at poise who's best at decision making on and on then we will or i will um go through quarterbacks and give them gpas based on the grades i gave them in each of these categories and brandon will react to them so um we'll just get into it uh we'll start with poise on the checklist um i'll let you go first on this yeah and just to be clear there's gonna be active quarterbacks no one from the past no one who's retired um so for poise i i viewed poise as the ability to move within the pocket um and not take sacks like if you think of guys in the pocket like sean watson dak prescott those are guys who aren't great in the pocket they try to maybe run out of the pocket or they try to move uh, outside the pocket and that usually leads to sacks so that's the way I'm looking at poise so uh, based on my definition of that I would look at Brady and Rodgers as my two guys with the best poise in the pocket um, I think the way that Brady I mean I know is he gets the ball out quick but I think when he doesn't and he has to hold the ball for longer I think he's really good at moving in the pocket uh, he doesn't take those bad sacks and I know he doesn't have the mobility as other quarterbacks do but he still doesn't take those bad sacks um, and then also Rodgers, um, before his leg kind of got injured, he was able to move more within the pocket, but you could still see he's great within the pocket. He knows where his, you know, he knows where his offensive line is going to be. He knows if he can step up or move to the right or the left. So I would have those two guys as my top two guys for poise. Yeah, for me, my, my top poise quarterback was Brady. It, it just came, it comes down to really, you know, all these other quarterbacks in the league, or at least out of my top eight-ish quarterbacks. Uh, Brady's the only one that doesn't have a pair of legs to run with. Um, he's typically best in the pocket as well. I mean, he's 
best at stepping up in the pocket. He's best at keeping his eyes downfield rather than resorting to obviously he won't. He's not going to run, um, but he's great at keeping his eyes downfield when pressure is there. Uh, so I went with Brady, but honestly, it's it's fairly close. You could argue Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson. Uh, I wouldn't really care too much. I mean, again, these guys have the advantage of being able to instead of sitting in the pocket. They can obviously run outside of the pocket and make throws that way. Brady is just not, you know, not the same as them. So, but yeah, for poise, I went Brady. Uh, we'll go next. Uh, decision making to me, I went Mahomes here, and my runner-up I gave to Wilson. Um, I think many would want me to go Rogers. I guess I'll address why I didn't go Rogers. Uh, my main reason is basically because he's a little bit too conservative. Uh, I think there's a lot of the times, well, maybe not necessarily conservative, but conservative in a way where. There's a lot of times when Rodgers will have a check down wide open and he'll hold on to the ball for a bit too long looking for maybe trying to do a little bit too much. Ends up scrambling, ends up throwing it away. He won't throw interceptions. He won't throw interceptions. That's, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I want to say he has the best quarterback rating and touchdown interception ratio out of all quarterbacks in NFL history. I don't know if Mahomes qualifies to beat Rodgers in that yet. I don't know if he's thrown enough pass attempts or whatever. Um, but... I mean, yeah, Rodgers doesn't really make mistakes, uh, but a lot of the mistakes you can see looking back on the game, seeing, hey, you know, this was a on second and 10, you had a check down for maybe six or seven yards, and instead you held the ball for a little bit longer, you scrambled out, you saw nothing was there, and you ended up having to throw it away. Uh, so that's why I gave it to Mahomes. Wilson is my runner-up. Um, obviously, Rodgers is still there. He's still a top three, four decision maker in the league, and if you wanted to say he was the best, I, I would not argue. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I also have Mahomes as my top decision maker. Uh, I have Rogers second, though. Um, I think when thinking about decision making, I'm looking. I am definitely looking at interceptions, and I know that may not exactly be what you would account as decision making, only because you know balls can be tipped, uh, wide receivers can uh, do it the wrong route. It could be um, just a you know a crazy play that somehow turns into an interception. I understand that, but. Uh, Mahomes and Rodgers are the two guys who do not throw interceptions. I don't know exactly what their stats were this year, but I think it was like less than five for both of them, I want to say, for the regular season. Um, and Rodgers, you're right, he's always been like that. Mahomes will most likely always be like that, even though he like they both throw deep, uh, especially Mahomes, but he really doesn't throw interceptions. But when looking at Mahomes compared to like other quarterbacks, now there's definitely a few, like Rodgers, Robbie Wilson's up there. Um, maybe a couple others. Brady could be somewhat up there, but I don't think he's at the top of that list. Um, but Mahomes and Rodgers, I just think that they they make great decisions in when they have to throw the ball. Um, they don't like go across the field, across their body. Um, they can always make the great throws. They know exactly where to put it on the sideline. They don't try to fit into tight windows if they don't have to, even though they can because they have the ability to do that. They don't always do that, uh, which I think that's really what it comes down to is not making stupid decisions that could lead to your team possibly losing the game because you made a, t a bad decision by trying by trying to fit a tight window, you know, 20 yards down the field when you had a guy who was open to your left for 10 yards. So I, I look at that, and I would say Mahomes is number one and Rodgers number two. We'll go to accuracy. To me, this is where I give Rodgers the edge over Mahomes. Uh, it's Rodgers with Mahomes as my runner-up. If you want to go to Mahomes, I'm not going to – I don't care enough to debate that. I do definitely think it is Rodgers or Mahomes number one in accuracy. Um, I, my honorable mention I gave to Wilson. I mean, not that we have to do an honorable mention, but I'm giving one to Wilson here. I think there's definitely a case to be made that he has the best deep ball. I mean, 
Lockett, Metcalf. I mean, he throws plenty of deep balls. And, I mean, you've, you've heard, you know, in games, Chris Collinsworth, other other announcers just talk about how his deep ball is so great. And it is. I mean, it's probably the best in the league, if not top three in the league, probably. Uh, but I just have to give it to Mahomes. I mean, sorry, to Rodgers here. Um, he just makes so many plays. The throws he makes, the throws he's made throughout his career. I mean, if you go to the like the Jared Cook one in the playoffs, there's just some throws that I don't think any other quarterback, except for maybe Mahomes, could probably make those throws. Yeah, and I'm assuming when we're talking about accuracy, we're not just talking about completion percentage. We're talking about arm talent fitting in windows over the you know over the shoulder throws. So yeah, I mean, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Mahomes too. Well, I went, uh, I went Rodgers. Oh, you went Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's what I meant. I'd probably go Rodgers, too. And Mahomes, he definitely is. He definitely can make those same throws that Rodgers can. But it seems like you're right. Like, Rodgers always has, like, a certain amount of throws each year. That's, like, how do you even make that throw? You're right. That Jared Cook throw in the playoffs. He had a Randall Cobb throw in the playoffs against the Cowboys in 2014. It was, I think it was fourth down. That was a ridiculous pass. That that basically won them the game. Um and he's, he's always had those throws where it's like, how did he get that ball in there? Um, Mahomes is definitely up there, but he definitely had, he does miss sometimes. Um, and again, it's not like he misses that much, but compared to the, being the best in the league at that, I'd probably have Rodgers there. Uh, and then for like down the field, yeah, I would say Wilson probably does have the best deep ball. Um, it always seems like it's a perfect throw every single time. Um, and so for deep ball, maybe Wilson, but I would say overall, I'd probably go Rodgers. Yeah, playmaking, like. Again, this is, yeah. I mean, this is just, obviously, it's, the running quarterbacks are going to be better at playmaking. It's just, I mean, that's in the definition of playmaking. Uh, I went Mahomes. You could go Rodgers. My honorable mention, but I wouldn't put them one or two right now, at least, is Lamar and running quarterbacks. Yeah. You could easily argue Lamar is number one here. The amount of plays he makes on his legs, it's just no other quarterbacks beating that. I think Murray is probably second on that list in terms of making plays with their legs, but... We saw it in the Super Bowl. We've seen Mahomes do it time and time again. He is so good outside of the pocket, and so is Rodgers. Like, that Jared Cook throw that we just talked about, that is an, that I attribute that to Rodgers' playmaking. A lot of throws where Mahomes extends the play in the Super Bowl where he was, you know, that with that one throw where he had to turn around and huck it up, and he, yeah. he, he barely missed it in the, in, the, in the back left corner of the end zone. Um, obviously, it wasn't a completion, but that's... I attribute that to Mahomes' playmaking skills. I gave it to Mahomes. I think you could give it to Rodgers if you wanted to. Uh, I think they're neck and neck there, uh, with the honorable mention being the running quarterbacks. But yeah, yeah, this was kind of tough because I was thinking the running quarterbacks like uh, Kyler, Lamar, Josh Allen. Um, those guys can make plays with their arms, not as much as Lamar, but with their legs, they could easily make any play that they want out of the pocket on a scramble. So I left those guys off the one or two just because I didn't think it was completely fair just because they're more of a running quarterback uh, than the other guys. But I would probably put Wilson as my number one playmaker. And I know he's not the same as he was a couple years ago when literally he would just take the ball and just run around the pocket, go from left side to right side, and then make a play after like 10 seconds. He still does that, but he's definitely more of like a pocket passer now. But he could still make plays. He's not the same uh, you know, runner that he was. Like you know, we've been talking about, he's 33 years old. So he's not the same... Uh, I guess athlete in that sense, but the ability to extend plays, 
Um, defenses have to cover Lockett and Metcalf for you know 10 seconds, which is almost impossible, especially with Lockett. Um, so I would probably have Wilson up uh, as number one. Mahomes and Rodgers are definitely still up there. They can still make plays. Uh, speaking about Rodgers, um, out of the pocket, uh, probably not as good as he was you know like five years ago, but still really good. And then Mahomes, yeah, I mean. He can make any throw on the field, so as long as he can escape a pocket, then there's really no throw that he can't make. But for right now, I'd, I'd still probably go Wilson for playmaking. Yeah. Uh, toughness, it's just too tough for me not to go with Brady here. I mean, you could easily – you could argue anybody. I mean, it's tough to – for me as somebody who just watches the games and stuff and doesn't actually play and is not on a team, can I accurately judge – toughness maybe maybe not i went with brady he just has the resume he's 43 years old seven rings anytime a teammate has been interviewed about him obviously i mean you know the goat comments will start which i mean they're getting kind of out of hand at this point the whole goat thing but uh i mean yeah it's just too tough for me not to go with brady i feel like i don't even have to explain it really yeah i mean i'd probably go with brady but i'm just i'm gonna go with someone who has played through injuries basically their Stafford whole... yeah I was gonna go yeah. Stafford uh, it's just hard when I was looking at this I was thinking like Brady's only been injured once in his career it was the torn ACL but other than that he really has not been injured at all um and it's easy to go with him but I just decided not to go with him he's probably number two he probably would be number one but I'm gonna go Stafford every single year he has multiple injuries I think this year he had like I forget exactly what it was he like a torn rib cage torn shoulder maybe like a wrist injury knee injury he played through everything i'm pretty sure he played all 16 games maybe 15 out of 16 um he always plays every single game uh, there's always been those stories about him getting injured mid game never coming out or going out for a play and then coming back in even if he has like a torn labrum anything like that so based on just overall toughness and ability to stay in the game through multiple injuries uh, i'd probably go matt stafford now, the the way injured reserve works now is, right, if you go on injured reserve, you have the ability to return after a certain week in the regular season. Uh, back in 2008, that wasn't a thing. And easier said than done, but Brady did say that had that existed back in 2008, there would have been a chance that he would have come back on that 20 ACL the same year. Now, would that have happened? Who knows? Probably not, maybe. Uh, but again, I mean, you know, I, I go Brady. Stafford is fair. I think it's... You, it's kind of looking at it from a different point of view. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I went Brady, and I gave him a home as a runner-up because I just think he's really tough, and I think he's a great leader, and I think he's represented everything that you want, you know, a leader with a lot of toughness. I think he wa- I think he's a quarterback you want as, you know, your quarterback. Uh, but leadership is the last one here. And, again, it's just too tough. I can't not go with Brady. I mean, if New England didn't prove it for you, Tampa Bay – proved why he's probably the greatest leader in all of team sports history um again watch any interview with any teammate whether it be devin white levante david chris godwin mike evans watch the mic ups watch anything i mean anything these guys say it, it comes down to brady and yes i mean he is the quarterback so it probably should and that's what most people will talk about it's the news that's you know they want to cover the stars but at the same time it, it's just brady i mean I feel like I almost, again, I feel like I don't have to explain it. Seven rings, he's been the driving force on a lot of them, even if he's had great defenses in certain years. And, you know, obviously Shaq Barrett, JPP, Devin White, they all went off this year in the playoffs. But uh, leadership, nobody brings it together, you know, on the field and 
you know, chemistry in the in, in the locker room. Nobody brings it together more than Brady, and I I don't even know if it's close, but I gave runner-ups to Mahomes and Wilson. I just think that they've showed great leadership, Mahomes more so than Wilson a little bit, but you could argue, I mean, I, I think I, those were my two honorable mentions. I think there's a lot of honorable mentions. I, I think most quarterbacks, for the most part, are a, a positive in the leadership category. Um, so, yeah, but I went Brady. Yeah, I'm going to go Brady, too. It's kind of tough not to. Um, I mean, you're right. If New England didn't prove that he was the leader when people may have thought it was Belichick or just the New England itself, he goes to Tampa, um, and he was, I mean, he was basically like the head coach of that team. He brought everyone together, uh, especially when it came to the playoffs. So it's hard not to go Brady. Um, for an honorable mention, I'd go Drew Brees. I think that with what he's done in New Orleans, I know, you know everything about him being a player. He's obviously broken down. He's not the same guy he was. But he's still one of those great leaders, probably in NFL history. Um, he took that team when he went to the Saints that was really never not that – they were never good, honestly, before he got there. Then him and Sean Payton brought that team back to life. I mean, he, got to, he won a Super Bowl. You know, he's had some failures in the playoffs. But um, the ability just to lead that team every single year, no matter what, I think is pretty impressive. Um, and Three straight years, seven or nine missed the playoffs, by the way, between the Super Bowl. No, you're that. right. But – the I mean they had the bounty thing and their defenses were terrible that year. Obviously, hur- the hurricane as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but any, I, I would disagree. I just well, I, again, it's not number one, but I think no. He's but I would, I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I would have him. I would still. I would have Wilson. I would have Mahomes. Well, the one thing I'll say about Wilson is that he's never been that guy in the locker room, though. No one from a Seahawks team has ever said that they love Russell Wilson. If you go back Maybe to the not. Legion of Boom teams, no one they no one really liked him in the locker room. People still don't really like him in the locker room. I mean, that's just a fact. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean he's a great leader. He probably is. But if you're not respected in your own locker room when you're clearly the best player in that team, I mean, team, he's definitely respected hard. in the locker room. Yeah, but he's not respected like these other guys, like Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers. I would... I would not say I would definitely not put Rodgers. No, I, I'm not I, I saying would say, that. I'm saying respect wise though. Like I'm no, saying like respect still, in the locker room. I I think I don't think I think Rodgers and Wilson have an equal level of respect. For me, okay, I, you can take Wilson out of it. Fine. Brady Mahomes to me are the two best leaders in the NFL right now. And I know it's easy to say because they were the two quarterbacks that were both in the Super Bowl. But again, the mentality of Mahomes, his post game interviews, mic'd ups, just nobody nobody's on that level. I mean, Mahomes is. He's taken what Brady's done, and he's trying to do the exact same thing, and it's working tremendously. And I, again, I mean, you know, Mahomes, he did lose the Super Bowl, but if somebody in the league right now were to be the GOAT that wasn't Brady, it would 100% be Mahomes. And I think this leadership thing is an intangible that, to me, somebody like Drabees doesn't quite have. And I think a lot of it is because of those failures in the playoffs. It's just tough for me to – and it's not it doesn't necessarily correlate, but I think it does a little bit still – if you're able to put it, pull everything together, which he did kind of, but was able to get them over the hump only once, only once, right? Uh, early, which is I'm not going to take it away from him, but any quarterback can win one Super Bowl. It takes an all 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 time great to be able to win multiple, other than like again maybe like an Eli Manning or something like that. But but, but uh, couldn't the same be said about? Peyton Manning before he won the second Super Bowl and that he had a lot of failures in the playoffs. He was a great regular season, yeah. just like Drew Brees, you but he always failed in the playoffs. But he yes. was always the unquestioned leader of those Colts teams. So why – so, I mean, again, he's retired. We're not talking about him. But in terms of leadership, I think him and Brees would be the same. I think Brees uh, is a top leader. I would, I would not agree because we saw that Manning was the clear leader on that Broncos team, and I, he was garbage, right? I mean, he was benched midseason for Brock Osweiler. 
Well, and yeah, I mean, basically, and yeah. the only reason in my mind Manning really got the starting job back was because he was just a much better leader. And I think if Breeze was in that situation, and, and Breeze is probably still even better than that 2015 Manning, probably by a solid margin, I don't think Breeze's leadership is there to Manning's level. I think Manning's leadership was stellar in, in Indianapolis, and I think it was better than Drew Breeze's, even if the Super Bowls didn't show up, just because he was in the same conference as Brady. Uh, I mean, he kind of got beat up for the most part in Indianapolis, and, and Man- Manning definitely did get the better of Brady in Denver. Um, I, I would put Manning's leadership a tier above Breeze, although I would definitely say, yes, the playoff struggles were there. Uh, and, again, they share a lot of similar attributes. And I, I would say Manning, I think his body language is not there sometimes. I mean, throwing interceptions in the playoffs, his body language wasn't there. He was never – I mean, I, they didn't. again, they didn't really have the mic'd ups as much back then, but uh, he wasn't one to really rally the troops like a Mahomes does now or a Brady does, you know, ha- has been. He just doesn't seem like he's that guy really, but I think his leadership is still there above Breeze, at least in my I, mind. In my mind, I'd have – I think Breeze is a top leader in the NFL. Um, even now, again, he's not the same player he was, but I think he's still one of the best leaders. I mean, he's the guy leading those pregame huddles. He's the guy always having speeches. He's the guy answering the questions. I know he's a quarterback, but he's answering questions. He's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, and he's excelling at that. And I think leadership, you could look at leadership and say, well, if he's such a great leader, why aren't they winning more in terms of Super Bowl or even playoff success? But I don't think you can solely judge it on that because there's so many other factors that can affect your playoff success or a team success, not just the quarterback's leadership. So I agree that he's failed in the playoffs and he probably sh- he definitely should have been better in games. But looking throughout the course of his career, I mean, really just with the Saints, he's been an, the one of the best leaders in the NFL. It's probably Brady, Manning, and Breeze for the last 15 years, I'd probably say. I just, I mean, maybe you want to say this, like this year, maybe he's not a top leader just because of his play and everything like that. But I think I'm kind of looking at it as if I'm kind of looking as like his whole career, which maybe we shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing, but that's just the way I'm looking at it. Well, uh, notable quarterbacks not to make the checklist. So for me, Josh Allen didn't, Deshaun Watson did not, Lamar Jackson, and Russell Wilson did not make it as a number one. He made it as a runner-up in a couple. Um, but for me, those quarterbacks did not win any of the checklist things. So I just thought that was noteworthy. Yeah, and I wanted to put Watson on there for somewhere. I mean, I just I, couldn't find I couldn't find. I couldn't anywhere. find a spot. I would say the only thing that he'd be the closest in would be playmaking. Um, yeah. But he just wouldn't, at least in my mind, I had Wilson, and you could have Mahomes too. So, And then you have the running quarterbacks, but again, they're kind of – they're kind of in their own category almost. Um, so that'd probably be the closest thing he was in. I know accuracy, he led the league in completion percentage, but, you know, that's it's not the total package of accuracy. If we did have a, a, um, a check here, that a checklist item that was best arm, I think Allen would yeah. make the list. Yeah. I would have Allen there. I'd have Watson um, on there for arm, arm talent. Like just like would you arm. mean, would you have him as the best? Not the no, not the best, but okay. he'd be okay. he'd be closer to any he'd be closer to the top than any of these that we. I would probably over. agree. So. Yeah, I mean, I think you could honestly, I mean, you could potentially justify putting Watson up there in playmaking. The only problem is, is like it's it's so tough to judge it sometimes because he just has so little to work with, especially last year. That it's like, I mean, I, I it just it's tough for me to really judge how his playmaking is because I mean he's he's always trying to do too much, but he has to try to do too much. So it's 
it's difficult but yeah uh, and yeah. i mean in in five years where if we were to do this whole thing over again i mean watson would be on the top it'd be watson mahomes and i mean we don't know about the quarterbacks coming up right now but it'd be like watson mahomes uh, you could probably put Kyler on there for. You could have put Herbert in there probably at this point. Yeah, he or Herbert like probably for arm talent. It'd probably be like Mahomes, Herbert, Watson, Allen, or, or something like that. And then you know who Maybe knows Lawrence with Lawrence? Well. Yeah, like yeah. who knows with those guys? But at least the guys who are in the league right now, you could definitely like I could see Herbert being up there again. It's gonna be top. It's gonna be hard to top like a Mahomes or a Watson um, if Kyler actually reaches his potential, uh, which means that they need a new coach, but. If that were to happen, I think Kyler could definitely be on the top uh, or near the top of a lot of these lists. Um, but again, it's going to be tough with Mahomes in there because he's just going to be on the top of basically all these uh, yeah. checklists. So, by the way, I do want to say my top. I put these top. I had my top five quarterbacks before I made this checklist and before I did the GPS, which we're going to talk about shortly. I had Mahomes, Wilson, Brady, Rogers, and Watson as my top five. In and order? That's in order. That in is order? in order. Yeah. So it was Mahomes. Wilson, Brady, Rogers, Watson. That was my top five. Notables excluded from that would be probably just Josh Allen. Um, you could put Lamar Jackson there if you wanted to, maybe a Murray or a Herbert or, or whoever. Um, but I think for most, the top six is the top six, which is in no particular order other than number one. Mahomes, then Wilson, Brady, Rogers, Watson, Allen. I think you probably have... You know, you have Mahomes as one, and then you have those next five between two and six. I don't think you can make a case. I mean, I think you can make a case. I wouldn't agree with it, but I don't think the general public would agree, would make a case for anybody in that top six that's not that I did not just say, which is Mahomes, Wilson, Brady, Rogers, Watson, and Allen. For sure, top five. Um, I think I would if say... you're gonna if you're gonna move one off that, it would be move Brady out and put Allen in probably. At least in the general public's eyes. To me, I would still have Brady above. I even have Brady above Rodgers, but I think I'm definitely well, lower on Rodgers than most. Yeah, I mean, based on the year that Brady had this past year, I mean, he I mean, he threw 40 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. I think he had 11 or 12 interceptions. 12 interceptions. So, yeah, I mean, he had a he had a top five quarterback year. Um, so I think he'd definitely still be in there. I think the top five, I think, is right. Any order. I mean, obviously Mahomes would be number one, but the two through five, I think, could be any order, and I don't think anyone would really fault it that much. Um, but I mean, I, Allen at six and I'm a big Allen guy. It's only been one year. So if he were just to, you know, halfway through next season, if he's still playing like this, then I'd say, yeah, but I just have to see if he's still going to play like this. Yeah. I mean, I think jo I, like, I mean, I was thinking about this and we'll probably talk about this in a f down the line episode when we get into like predictions and stuff like that. I don't know that I'm going to have Josh Allen as a top six quarterback into next year. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, you know, <clears throat> then what is this ranking even about? I mean, I guess more about last year or currently. Uh, but I'm not sure if Allen keeps this up. I want to predict a fall off a bit for Allen. I want to predict he falls down from that, from maybe the 6 range to more than 9 or 10 range. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see on that. But, yeah. Um We'll get into the GPAs. Uh, I'll go in order from... So, I, okay, these are the quarterbacks I did the GPAs for. Uh, first off, I gave a grade for each of the attributes that we just talked about. So, poise, decision-making, accuracy, playmaker, toughness, leadership. Uh, Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Watson. I did GPAs for all those. I'll start from the worst GPA out of those five. And that the worst one for me, was Watson. I was going to say, can I guess? But oh, sorry. I was probably going to say Watson, honestly. Watson. Watson had a 3.6. So the problem is, is 
it's tough because like, what am I going to give Watson for points? I gave him a B plus. Uh, I don't think he's. And you're like, you're viewing this like ability in the pocket. I view it how you said it earlier. Exactly how you said it earlier. Yeah. Ability in the pocket, stepping up in the pocket. Once you're out of the pocket, I don't know that poise. That's really... more playmaking. Yes. I would say. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I gave him a B plus. I don't think he's terrible, but. Is he on the same level as really any of these other five four quarterbacks? No, I gave him a B plus decision making. This is somewhat unfortunate, and it's and he can't really control it because he has to do so much on that Texans team, especially now that he you know since he didn't have Hopkins last year, um, he has to just do too much. And I gave him a B plus. I think if you gave him an awesome surrounding cast, that might be an A minus or an A even. But uh, yeah, um, accuracy, I gave him an A minus. Really, just because he's not on the same level as people I gave an A. Playmaking, A, uh, for fairly obvious reasons. Toughness, I gave a B plus. You could argue higher. I mean, we saw him in the in the college football championship. I mean, you know, he seems like a leader. He's very tough, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, can I give him an A? I'm, I'm B plus. You could argue A minus. You could argue whatever you want. Leadership, I gave an A. I think he's been a solid leader. I mean, he's led the dysfunctional Texans to the playoffs with Bill O'Brien before. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, last year wasn't the best, but he had nothing to work with. Um, want me to go? I'll go fourth now. You can you can guess who had the fourth. Did lowest. you say decision decision making? Yes, I gave decision making a B plus. B plus. Yeah, I I feel like that. At least for me, I think that may be a little. I I would say that's a little high, only because. He takes a lot of sacks, bad sacks, um, and he doesn't. I know I don't. I remember exactly how many interceptions he had. I think he maybe had seven this year. But he does a lot of risky throws that could lead to interceptions. Um, and I know you could say that probably about a lot of quarterbacks, but at least I mean I I, I mean I've had him in fantasy over the last two years, so I've watched more Texans games. But he definitely he definitely makes risky throws, and he always takes those bad sacks. Um, everyone always talks about that. So I'd say B plus maybe a little high, but everything else I would thought is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, quickly, if he had the Brady or Mahomes or Rogers, even surrounding cast, and he was still making a lot of these plays, trying to do too much, like I said, yeah, I think you could justify giving him a B, B minus, maybe even a, I wouldn't give him a C plus, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gave him a B plus benefit of the doubt type of thing, but, uh, I'll go on to fourth lowest. I'll let you guess who you think my fourth lowest was. They were .02 higher, so they went from a 3.6 to a 3.62. Your your choices are Wilson, Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brady. I'm going to go Rodgers. You are correct. Rodgers at a 3.62. Poise, I gave him an A-. minus. I think you could probably argue A. I mean, I think you probably could. I gave him an A- minus because I ended up giving Brady the A, and I thought he deserved to tier by himself as... Probably, maybe not. I gave him an A minus. You could argue A. Decision making gave him an A minus only because, like I talked about earlier, I won't even repeat it other than the fact that yeah, I just won't repeat it. I mean, I talked about it for long enough. Accuracy, I gave him an A. You know, we talked about it already. Playmaking, I gave him an A. Again, he's a top playmaker in the league. Toughness, I gave him a B plus. Um, I think is he tough? Yes. I mean, he's he'll play through whatever. I mean, he's he's a tough guy. Um, is he as tough as a Brady? Is he as tough as a Mahomes? To me, I'm not too sure. Now, this is where toughness and leadership kind of, you know, are almost one and the same in a little bit, in a, in a little bit of a way. Uh, I gave him a B plus. I think that's probably where he belongs. I don't. I don't know if I put him in that A minus category in toughness. Just his body language is so poor sometimes. I mean, if you just watch Packers games in the regular season and the postseason, 
I'll, I'll resort to the Packers versus Bucks game in week six or whatever it was where they traveled down to Tampa Bay. That whole team, the whole, the whole momentum of the game was was swamped right after uh, Rodgers threw that pick six. If you go back and watch that game, yeah. uh, watch the highlights. I mean, and I think a lot of it was Rodgers. It was it was his body language. I mean, he's he's mad at himself for throwing that interception. He doesn't try to rally the troops. He doesn't try to you know motivate motivate everybody. If you watch Brady after that pick six on in the Falcon Super Bowl, it's the almost the complete exact opposite of what of what Rodgers does in that. And I know it's Super Bowl versus Week Six of a regular season game, but still, I mean, go back and and compare the differences. Go watch a mic'd up of both of them, or go watch the highlights, and you can see the clear difference. Um, leadership, I gave him a B as well. Well, B. Um, I mean, he just, I don't, I don't think he's a great leader. Again, body language. Is he as great of a leader as a Mahomes? Is he rallying the troops? Is he a guy that everyone wants to talk about? Everybody wants to review positively? To me, no. So I gave him a B. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, he's definitely not someone who, he's more of kind of being on himself than being with the team. At least that's what it seems like, and that's probably what it is like. But, um, yeah, he's more, you know, he's more worried about himself kind of than, you know, checking in on guys like you see with Brady Mahomes, uh, other guys in the league who are kind of, they're checking in all around every time they're on the sideline. They're checking with the defense. They're checking um, offensive line, making sure everyone's good. Doesn't seem like he's great at that. Maybe he tries, but, you know, maybe it's just at the point where, you know, the, the the team kind of just knows that he's really not going to do that. Have so. you watched or listened to the Pat McAfee podcast with Rodgers on it at all? Yeah, yeah, I was watching all those. I mean, I think we can – I come from it that, I mean, Rodgers is just a realist in a lot of ways, and I think that's good in some ways. But when it comes to being a leader and a quarterback of the, in the NFL, I think I think that can be detrimental. Um, and if you look at Brady, he's more of an optimist. He's Even if it's unrealistic to a certain extent, he's an optimist. He's going to – you know, again, rally the troops. He's so positive, and he's just such a—he's just a great leader. I mean, it's—it's it, just—that's the biggest thing that separates Rodgers and, and and Brady. Because if you want to go to poise, decision making, accuracy, playmaking, you could argue either of them either way in both of their primes. You could argue—you could argue Rodgers has better in all of those categories if you really wanted to. Both of them in their primes. Yeah. Toughness, leadership, and I guess if you wanted to add a pre-snap here thing, pre-snap read and stuff and adjustments, you would give to Brady. But I think. Those are just intangibles that a lot of the times it's tough to see with the naked eye in games. But uh, we'll move on to the third lowest or third place now. So it's Mahomes, Wilson, Brady. Yep. I'd probably go Wilson. Incorrect. It's Brady. It's Brady. Yeah. So Brady had a 3.78. So it jumped from a 3.62 to 3.78 for Brady. Uh, Brady, I gave him poison A. Fair. This is making an A minus. Slightly worse at this point of his career. He's made some. He had twelve yeah. interceptions compared to I want to say Rogers five or something. And I know we I talked about the Rogers thing. And look, but twelve isn't other, that bad. Twelve's but... not that bad. But even in the NFC Championship, there were clear lapses where he just the Mike Evans throw again. It was more of a bad punt, so it's not the worst thing ever. But there are clear just lapses in judgment where he just makes not great reads and yeah. not great plays um, when pressure's in his face really quickly. He doesn't pick it up. Um, so I gave an A minus accuracy. A minus. I think for the majority, he's been an A for a long time. I think recently he's probably slipped down maybe to an A minus. Um, playmaking, I gave him a B plus. Um, I think you could easily argue lower. Uh, the only reason I gave him a B plus was more just pre snap, and um, the reason I didn't give him a higher than a B plus was because you can only factor pre snap reads and pre snap adjustments and playmaking 
so much until you're like, this is kind of, it's just not the same as yeah. you know, how we've judged the other quarterbacks. So I gave him a B plus. Um, you could argue lower if you wanted to. Toughness, I gave him an A, leadership an A. I won't, I won't waste time on that. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, yeah, that was pretty fair. Again, the only thing would maybe be playmaking, but if you're putting pre-snap reads and defensive coverages, you uh, if you factor that in, yeah, it probably boosts that up. But, yeah, they, I thought everything else was pretty good, though. All right, so second place has a 3.8. Who do you think it would be? I mean, it's most likely Wilson. Wilson, so. yeah. Poise, A-minus. Decision-making, A. Accuracy, A-minus. Playmaking, A. Toughness, A-minus. Leadership, A-minus. That's what I gave Wilson. So A-minus or a minus or A for everything. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's pretty good. I mean, again, decision making. Maybe sometimes he doesn't make the best decisions, but I think it's most of the time he does, and um, it's not like he's terrible. It doesn't have like those super bad lapses um, at times. I know this year he had a couple times where he wasn't great. But for the majority of the year, he was, uh, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he still ended up being a top quarterback in the league, anyways. But yeah, for all those other ones, I feel like people are a little bit lower on Wilson than they should be. If you flip flopped there, if you took Wilson's last eight games and those were his first eight, and Wilson's first eight games and those were his last eight, I think people would be much higher on Wilson than they are right now. Yeah, I mean, people always look at their your last couple games and view you based on that, even if you were amazing in the in the first half. Um, people will always do that, just recency bias. But, yeah, people may be a little down on him, but I think if any team, if you were to go to any other team, I mean, they would be more than happy to have him. So I think it's more of, like, since he's on, since he's over there, we can talk about him, like, somewhat bad about him. But if he comes to our team, then he's the best quarterback in the league. So With the, with the Watson rumors, I think a lot of people have put Watson as the second-best quarterback in the league. To me, I just – have to pump the brakes. I, yeah, I can't do that. that. I can't yeah. do that. I still have Wilson above him. And I know that Watson, and like we've said, he doesn't have great supporting cast, but he isn't to the level that a Wilson is right now. Now, again, maybe in four years, maybe three even years, next year. Maybe even next year. Again, pro- I mean, if he gets traded, maybe if he goes to a different team. But if he's still in the Texans next year, probably not, just because of their team. But in three, four years. Definitely, he could be like the clear number two quarterback in the NFL, and you could say he's as good as Wilson is like right now, or he could even be better than Wilson is right now. You know, who knows? But right now, I would say Watson's—he's top five, but he's rather four or five, most likely five. Number one, Mahomes, three point eight five—a solid point two five ahead of last place, fifth place uh, with Watson and three point six. I'll just quickly go through. Poise, I gave him an A minus. You could easily argue A here. Um, decision making, I gave him an A. Accuracy, I gave him an A. Playmaking, I gave him an A. Toughness, I gave him an A minus. And leadership, I gave him an A minus. You could argue A for both of those as well. Tougher on the leadership one, just because if you you're grading against the curve, I mean, it's tough to give anybody an A in leadership when there's Brady in this category in this list. But yeah, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the league. I. I don't think there's really too much of a debate, even though he did just lose in the Super Bowl. I just still don't put Brady currently or going forward ahead of ahead of Mahomes. He did he have a better game than Mahomes in that one game? Sure, yeah, probably did. But yeah, I mean, Mahomes wasn't that one. Mahomes would have had to literally had the best performance of Super Bowl history to win that Super Bowl. Probably, probably. I would say definitely. I mean, they were. I forget what the final score was. It was like 31-9. 31-9, yeah. I mean, 
Their defense couldn't get stops, but, I mean, their offense just couldn't do anything. You had no offensive line. I mean, Hill couldn't catch a ball, which obviously hurt. If he catches that touchdown early in the first quarter, um, that could change the whole game. Um, Kelsey had a big drop, too. Like, the Chiefs played their worst game of the season, and I, you can't even really put the blame on Mahomes that much just because he had nothing to work with that game. I do think people – I mean, would you agree that people are – we're overhyping Mahomes a little bit too much because it was like, wow, look at this incompletion. That is so cool. I just, to me, I was like, all right. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, Mah- it wasn't Mahomes' fault, but eh, it's like, no, I mean, that stuff was like dumb. Like, you know, like he's making a, like an amazing throw, but it's like almost like when like they post about LeBron, but it's like a miss. And it's yeah. like, well, why'd you post about if he missed it? It's because it's LeBron. So I think that's kind of where Mahomes is at right now, and he's going to be like that for the next, you know, ten years. Like everything that he does is going to be a highlight, no matter if it's good or bad. Um, so that is annoying. But I mean, in that game, he, I mean, he just—I mean, he was doing anything that he could. I mean, he had that throw where he was literally in midair and he tr- almost threw a touchdown. Not even the one that you talked about before. No, I know the when one when he was like about. on the ground, basically. I mean, this one he was in midair and he did a sidearm pass. I think it was to Kelsey. Um, but yeah, it was, he's clearly the number, the best quarterback in the league. He's going to be the best quarterback in the league for the next 10 years, maybe 15 years. But yeah, I mean, see, was he overhyped maybe a little too much? Maybe, but I think it's, I think for someone like him, I think it's, I think it's right because he actually is going to be, he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So, yeah. So as far as this exercise is concerned, did my Personally, did my top five quarterbacks change according to the GPAs? No, they didn't. I so had Mahomes as my best. Yeah. He was my highest GPA. Wilson is my second highest. Brady is my third highest. Rodgers is fourth. Watson is fifth. That was exactly how the GPA laid it out. And I think you could definitely argue that's because I had it, Mahomes at 3.85, Wilson at 3.8. So Mahomes is a clear advantage over, over second best. Yeah. Wilson, 3.8. Brady, 3.78. They're close, right? Uh, Rodgers at 3.62. Watson at 3.6. Maybe you should justify them having a slightly higher GPA because it's a little bit closer. But to me, I I, I think my GPA is indicative of my opinion. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably right. I would say, what was the difference? What was Brady and what was Rodgers? Rodgers was 3.62, Brady was 3.78. So that's a pretty big gap. Yeah, that's a pretty big gap. Maybe, and again, I would still have Brady over Rodgers, but maybe that could be a little closer. But that's that's kind of like a small detail. It, it'd still be third best quarterback versus fourth best quarterback, I'd say. So, yeah, I think that list is, I think that's what most people would probably have their top five quarterbacks as. If you're really just looking at certain, like, checklists or, like, characteristics of a quarterback, um, and not just like, oh, Brady won the Super Bowl, so he's number two over Wilson. No, you'd probably have Wilson over Brady. I think most people would probably say that. So I don't really have a problem with it. I think it's I think it's a perfect list. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's it for this episode. Uh, appreciate everybody who stayed to the end. Real quickly, I'm just going to say the same stuff as the intro. Feel free to leave if you want. Uh, but in the description, clips the Clips channel. I mean, so... You know, Tuesday, Friday at noon, our episodes go live. That's also in the description as well. Uh, the Clips episode, the Clips will upload an episode the day before that, which is just like a 10-minute yeah. clip, you know, whatever. Um, feel free to check it out. Please subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, in the description if you want to, um, while you're going for a run or whatever you're doing. Uh, social media is in the description. 
again, everything is in the description. Anything new, any updates, always in the description. Um, if you want to post, comment, whatever, please do. Whether it's criticism, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. Post it. Um, if there's criticism you want to send, you know, if you don't want to comment, you want to send it in a DM or to me or Brandon or through whatever, feel free. Doesn't matter, whatever. Appreciate everybody who stayed to the end. Um, Knicks are the four seed. I, I, are they still the four seed? Did they just fall down? I, I... Um, well, they didn't play, so unless someone uh, jumped over them, they still should be the four seed. Uh, they're the five seed now because the Celtics won. Yeah. But uh, they're the f the Knicks are the five seed in the Eastern Conference, everybody. Just thought I would say that. Um, but we'll be back Tuesday at noon, Monday, uh, on the Clips channel. But, uh, yeah. I don't know why I had just, like, an annoying-ass feeling that we weren't recording. But <laughs> yeah, we Imagine. <laughs>